I have had a crazy busy week. And it's not going to get any easier. It's not. And I'm kind of excited about that. It's been a while since I can say that I worked myself to the point of exhaustion. And that might sound scary for some people, but as somebody who has been clawing their way back from a deep depression like I have, the fact that I've been able to work like that is amazing. So let's talk about what's been going on and what's going to be happening in the future on this Fiction Friday episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And today we're going to be talking about the things that have been going on in the writing because it's Fiction Friday and that's what we do. And I would actually like for you all to start calling in your progress so we can shout each other out. I, I would really like this to be about us as a community and not just about me as a writer. So go on down into the show notes and leave me a message. Use the voice message system. I think you're limited to one minute with that. And maybe you will appear on next week's Fiction Friday, because I think that would be awesome. So the main thing that I learned this week is I cannot, under any circumstances, take a compliment. I I just can't. It's not a thing that I am (laughs) mentally capable of doing. And I want to, I, I want to be able to take compliments. They would be lovely. And I'm so happy that you all are sending them in. If you're unaware, the first chapter of Dance the Ghost is now available to read over on the Baron's End World Anvil. Just go into the show notes and click Baron's End and it'll take you over there. And y'all seem to really like it. And that's, that's amazing. That's, that's so amazing. And all of the nice things that y'all said kind of almost sent me into a downward spiral back into depression. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. This is definitely my problem, not yours. But, oh man, I, I just can't take, I can't take it. It was oddly self-destructive for me to hear over and over again how much people enjoyed what I was doing. Which, as a writer, is something that I should be okay with. I mean, that's kind of the goal, isn't it? For people to get to the end of the story and be like, that was awesome, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that, that should have been the goal. That should have been what I was after, but... Yeah... Yeah, my, my broken broken brain doesn't know how to deal with that. And I've had this problem my entire career. I've never taken compliments well, especially in regard to my writing or creative output. But this was so immediate, <laughs> so overwhelming that I, I just, I almost had a little mini implosion in my head. And that's not good. 
that's not good. I am doing better now. I, I've kind of come to peace with it that if people are going to like my work, I'm just going to have to cope with the fact that people like my work. And, and that is probably the weirdest statement I have ever had to make. Because <laughs> that's not the thing that you should have to like prepare yourself for. You know, you should have to prepare yourself for people disliking your stuff. But, you know, in some ways, I deal with criticism better than I deal with compliments just because I expect it. I expect people not to like what I'm doing. I expect people not to enjoy what I'm doing. And yeah, yeah. But here I am. I've got the story out. People seem to like it. More is on the way. And, of course, I started, well, I didn't start. I, I decided to finish yet another project in the middle of this all, because that's who I am. Earlier in the year, I started working on a novelette about Knight, one of the characters that figures quite prominently in Dance the Ghost. And I, like most things space opera, abandoned the project when I allowed myself to get completely overwhelmed at the idea of how I was going to put all this together because I keep thinking to myself that I need to draw a map and yeah, maps are the bane of my existence, but that's something we could talk about on a, another episode if you want. But now that Dance the Ghost chapter one is out, I have almost got chapter two completely edited, so it will be ready to come out soon. And I decided to take some time to write the end, write the remainder of the novella featuring Night. I'm not going to say what it's called yet, and I'm not going to say too, too much about it, but I'm really excited about doing this because Night is a character that I created originally when I was a little kid. And I mean a little, little kid. And I loved the character. They figure prominently in the book that I wrote when I was in middle school. And him and his one of his friends really meant a lot to me. And when I wrote Liquid Sky, I was able to save Ashen and Swoon from that book and recreate them and put them into the setting. And I really want their third brother to be in the setting as well. So... I'm trying to save Knight. I'm trying to save Yaren, who was also in that very, very first book that I wrote. And it's driving me a bit batty because I'm having all kinds of flashbacks to when I was a kid writing these characters originally. And while I don't think it's affecting my writing style, it is bringing a spirit into me that I'm not used to writing with. It's not a bad thing. It's an exciting thing. I am overjoyed working on these characters and making this story come to life. It's bizarre. It's strange. It's a novelette, which means it's going to be short. It's going to be, I think, 19,200 words when it's all finished or somewhere, somewhere thereabouts. That's the ballpark goal that I'm working towards now. And it's been fun. So it's going to be longer than one of the, the, Legend. Uh, it's going to be longer than the Legends of the Jade Moon stories and about the same size as Labyrinth of Souls. 
So if you've read my previous work, it's going to be kind of in there. But it's not turning out to be the story I thought it was going to be. And I love that about my writing style. I knew certain things about how night became night. And all of those things are in here and they are all happening. But none of them are happening the way that I thought they were going to happen. And that is so refreshing and wonderful. And it's good to add such an interesting flavor to his character when I do the revisions on his chapters for Dance the Ghost. Because I love this character. And I'm seeing aspects of him and his relationship with Iroh. Because he has a little dragon named Iroh. They're called Siri. They're little dragons that I just absolutely love because he's a sensory. And it, it's, yeah, his, his name's Iroh and they're best buds. And writing, writing them has been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. But that's going to be the strangest part about this is this is going to be kind of the ultimate test because there are gods and magic and this is a magipunk space opera and I'm not sure how many people know what magipunk is and this story, this story like very quickly gets to the monkey and puts that pedal down and it goes nuts and I'm hoping people are ready for that because <laughs> this is this is kind of the way I want these stories to go in future and it's thrilling to allow myself the freedom to be able to do that because allowing myself freedom to create has not been something that I've done for a very, very long time. If all that wasn't enough, I also decided that I'm going to be participating in Mill Wordy this year because I am insane and stupid and like to give myself really hard challenges. So if you're not familiar with this, Mill Wordy is the idea that of trying to write a, a million words in a single year. And I don't think I'm going to do that. I really don't think I'm going to do that. So bear that in mind while I'm talking about my goals and ambitions here. I'm not crazy. I, I'm going to really focus hard on trying to get those words, but between the YouTube channel and the podcast and everything else that I'm doing, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Like, I don't think that that's realistic as a goal. So my main goal is to do a half mil wordy to write 500,000 words in a year. Cause that, that, that's doable. <laughs> that's in the realm of possibility for me. I think I can do that. Now, the thing that spurred me on to doing this is July. As you know, July was a crazy writing month for me, and I was able to write 75,000 words in July. So when I did the math, 75,000 times 12 is 900,000. So if I were able to basically replicate my productivity from July for the next 12 months, starting next month, then I will hit 900,000 words. That's probably not going to happen. I, I, I would like to think that I could do it, but 
I, I, I'm not, I'm not convinced that I will be able to write a hundred thousand words. Uh, I'm sorry, a million words in um, a year, because that's like eighty thousand a month, which is ridiculous. The half mil wordy that's forty one thousand a month, and that's still kind of crazy. But that seems doable to me. I know I can do NaNoWriMo, which is 50,000 words. In July, I was able to write 75,000 words in a month. So, 41, 42,000 does not seem ridiculous. It, It doesn't seem, like, easy. And I'm not fooling myself into that. But it's doable. It's doable. And... If nothing else, it's going to make me track, starting in September, how many words I'm doing going forward. Because I would really like to know that. I would really like to know exactly how many words I am getting done on a daily basis, a monthly basis, a yearly basis. I think that would be really, really interesting just to know that. And I have also decided I am counting edited words because there are so many projects that I'm planning basically entire rewrites on and it's going to be a nightmare an absolute nightmare to try to figure out with words disappearing and being added to these projects how many words I'm actually writing in them so I'm just going to count how many words I have edited through in total so that is kind of a cheat in that I'm going I'm planning to go through hopefully maybe Fate's Haro next year over the next year and Shine Like Thunder over the next year and The Chain over the next year. So that that is in a way kind of cheating, but it's not because so many new words are going to be added to those stories because my writing style has changed a lot. There are things I want to do with the characters that are different, and I think it's only fair to count them as words that I'm doing. So I I am going to put them into a category of edited so that I know that they are in the more questionable side of things, but I am going to count them towards the goal just because I, I don't know how else to count words added and taken away without it becoming an absolute nightmare and eating up all my time and not having time to write. So, are you doing well, Wordy? If so, please let me know. And what are your goals? How are you doing your story? I would really like to know because there's a lot, a lot of things going into this. I thought I would take time in this episode to answer a question that I do get quite a lot lately. And that's, Charlie, are you doing a lot? Are you starting to do too much? And no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that I am at the limit of too much yet. And I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. So... After my unscheduled mental health vacation, it's been really hard for me to focus and get back on my feet and figure out what I'm doing to go forward. This year, 
has I found so much more focus. I found so much more that I can that I can do. And I'm not entirely sure what my limit is yet. I know that I'm getting a little overworked right now. And that's because I took on the YouTube channel and in the midst of that realized that yes, I need to listen to you all and take the podcast back to daily. And it's been a lot of work doing the YouTube and the podcast together, and I'm trying to figure out how to balance that out. But that's not the same as just being overworked. See, I have overworked in the past. I know what that feels like. Back back in the day when I was doing like six podcasts concurrently, and I was writing for I don't know how many blogs, plus I was writing the books, plus everything else, just everything else. It, 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 I know what that felt like. And I don't feel like that now. I feel accomplished, which is something that I have not been able to say in an obscenely long time. I feel like I'm actually getting things done. I feel like I have found my callings and I'm learning the limits of what I can and cannot do. And that has to be felt out. I have spent way too much of my life putting artificial limits on myself to keep me from achieving things because they were scary, because I was afraid, because I just didn't think I was good enough or ready to do them. And I'm tired of that. I'm absolutely tired of that. So yeah, there is a possibility that at some point I will start pulling back on things here, there, and yonder. But I haven't reached that yet. And I'm still at a point where I'm saying yes to projects. Because I want to see what I am, in fact, capable of doing. And it's a lip... It is such a liberating experience. I I don't know how to word it other than that. Because I spent years kind of trapped in my own head, screaming, wanting to get out. And I was completely incapable of doing the basic things that I wanted to do. I don't have that problem anymore. I don't have that problem right now. And I love that I am able to get work done, that I'm able to explore these passions and discover new ones. Like, I never thought I'd be wanting to find a better way to do YouTube videos. I never thought I would be working on making an audiobook or an audio series or doing a web novel or any of the things that I'm doing right now. All of this was off my agenda. It was not on my list at all. But here I am, trying all the new things, not allowing my fear to hold me back. And that is terrifying. But at the same time, just freeing and liberating. And it's giving me hope. Because I don't know what I would do if I didn't try as hard as I am trying right now. I don't know. 
I, I feel like I would be putting myself back in that box and not letting myself get the work done. And I'm tired of not getting it done. I'm tired of not sharing it. I'm tired of being afraid. And so I'm going to keep pushing, but I'm going to do it in a smart way. Most of this week has been me learning how to take a compliment and how to streamline the work that I'm doing to make it easier. If you saw my Thursday video that I put out, I made it using Adobe Spark because I was curious about it and I've been playing around with it and I got a two month free trial to it. And I think they're still giving out two month free trials. I'll look and see if I have a link and if I do, I'll share it in the show notes for this. But I've been using it to do thumbnails and posts for social media and I've really been enjoying using it. It's made my work a lot easier in that regard and has this ability to make videos. And I was curious about it and I started playing with it and I was surprised at how much I enjoyed doing it that way and how my mind immediately like woke up to all of these possible things that I could be doing that maybe just maybe I could find a way to tell these stories in a completely different way that I could talk about more things, especially since I wasn't going to be self-conscious about being on camera. I was able to make video in a way that felt intuitive to me. And I feel like I'm doing an ad for Adobe Spark right now. And that's not what I was doing. That's not my intention right now. But, you know, Adobe, if you want to sponsor me, I mean, I'll, I'll take the sponsorship. But this, at the time of recording, at least, this episode was not sponsored by Adobe Spark. But that's kind of my goal right now, is just to find ways of making everything easier. I've streamlined my process, and I, I figured out a... I, I, I think about it as my gaming sheet for how to write a story now. And I'm going to be doing up a second one, a third one soon. And that will speed my writing up dramatically. And I'm really excited about that. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll see how it all works. But in the end, it's going to be a challenge. Everything is going to be a challenge. And I don't expect it to be easy. I do think I'm going to be finding hacks and tricks and things that I can do that will help. And that's part of what I'm wanting to share. That's part of what I'm wanting to talk about over on the YouTubes because finding these little hacks, like the the save the cat chapter sheets that I've been making, these templates that I've been using that have really been just driving me through story. And I think making my stories a lot better cleaner, neater, and helping me stay focused, especially as a pantser. They've really been helping me stay focused and clear on what I'm doing. I want to share that stuff because I, I'm learning how I operate as a writer, as a podcaster, and now as a video maker, 
I, I dare not call myself a YouTuber because it feels weird. I feel I'm in my 40s. It feels weird even contemplating the idea of being a YouTuber. But I've got 155 subs over there now in less than two months. So I, I don't know. And that's kind of the joy of living right now. I don't know what's possible. I don't know what's impossible. I don't know what I can achieve. I do know that I'm going to try my hand at all the things that I want to do and see what sticks. I'm going to play around with format and story and all the little things because I held myself back all these years. The least I can do, the the smallest gift that I can give myself right now is the ability to just be myself. To say, hey, yeah, let's do this. I am going to tell my stories my way and hopefully other people like them. Because I do. And I haven't been able to say that my entire life or my entire career. And it's something I want to be able to say more. And I know I say this every week, but the great thing about everything right now is I don't feel like we're going through this alone. I don't feel like any of us are going through this alone right now because we are building a community, whether that's on the discord, which you'll find a link to in the show notes or over on YouTube or for goodness sakes, even in Instagram, I feel like I have a community over there of people that are supportive and helpful from all facets of life and all the different fandoms that I participate in. And that's wonderful. And that's what we need right now. Whatever you're going through, wherever you're at in your life, your career, just remember you're not alone. No matter how much it may feel like it sometimes, you are not alone. You can get to where you're wanting to go. As long as where you wanted to go is realistic. Because, look, I think all of us want to be that billionaire writer, but that that that's once in a generation. And for most of us, we've already lived through that. So the likelihood of it happening again, it's, it's slim. It could happen. You never know. You never know. I mean, I'd never rule it out. But, you know, being practical in our dreams is not the same thing as saying that our dreams can't come true. I want to be a writer, a storyteller. I want to be somebody who gets to share their worlds with others and who gets to make a living off of doing it. And I see the glimmer of hope that that is possible, not just for me, but for all of us, that we can support one another, that we can bring each other up together, that the high tide really does raise all boats. And I know that's a cliche, but it's, it's true. It's true. So don't forget to let me know how you're doing so you can be featured on the next Fiction Friday. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short. Keep it clean. I also love to have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show. That would really be awesome. Alrighty. 
so it's been a strange week and I think it's only going to get stranger from here on out. And that's, that's exciting. That's really exciting. If you happen to have a dollar my way that you can send my way down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message uh, to the listener support, to my Patreon and to my coffee. Whichever one floats your boat, coffee is for one-time donations. Thank you all so much who do that. You mean the world to me. You really do. And if you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, just remember the hardest thing for a creative person to do is to get word out that they exist. So consider sharing the work that I'm doing with other people and that will help out more than you could possibly, possibly know. Alrighty. It's been a fun week. It's been a crazy week. And I just want to thank you so much for everything that you all have done to help me get through this. If you're listening to this episode shortly after it came out, we're doing Fan Fiction Fridays tonight. I'm going to be working more on His Dark Instruments, and I am so excited. Until next time, remember, Black Lives Matter black trans lives matter we have not fixed anything in this country and we need to it's really seriously bothering me that we can't do basic change right now and i don't mean change in words or in name only we need systemic change so be vocal be loud don't stop fighting And I hope you have the courage to ride your dreams into reality. And above all, don't forget to have the fun.